Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Everybody, welcome back to episode 22 of the Quick Resume podcast, the sarkiest podcast on the planet. My name is Deck. Um, I'm joined by my perishable buddy. Hi, Tim. How's it going, man? Hi. I'm good, man. I, I'm good. How, no explanation you... needed. Just perishable. What? The perishable? Yeah. I, mean, I, did, <laughs> I, did, I, did, I did perish a little bit this weekend. We have a, we have a little ongoing joke where... Um, what, what was it? We were playing Xbox the other day, and you said that um, something perished. But it was it was weird, and then I was just like, "Yeah, is that how you like say all your food is out of date in the fridge?" Like, oh, the milk's perished. Oh, it's gone. Yeah. It's such a good word, and I think I think I think it was when I was playing like the we were playing the ascent, wasn't it? And I like was it, did I not say it when I blew up one of the big guys? Was that not what that was? I don't know. Was you I say a lot of things when you blow up the big guys. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. Yeah, All of it's happy so as well. Yeah, uh, I, it's the happiest I've seen you in a while. <laughs> it's so fun. That. It's kind of weird. So many, it's like, so a, many it's like a red flag, and I'm, I'm also really happy for you, and it's also <laughs> like a, a crazy red flag as well. So. No. Not really sure how I feel about it. I mean, there's nothing more pure than like gibbing someone in a video game. It's it's great. I guess so. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> how, anyway, how are you? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm good, man. I'm 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 excited. I'm excited I've, to talk about things. Things happen. Busy week. Uh, you know, be part of the conversation and all of that. Um. So yeah, lots to speak about. Um. How in terms of how I've been, I've had the week off work, so that's been pretty rad. Just not to chill in. I haven't really played much Xbox to be honest until uh, like the last few days. But it, like since our last episode, so, you know, like the last two weeks really, um, or just under that, um, I have a lot to report on really because like mm. obviously Psychonauts Two has come out. I've played and finished twelve minutes. We've played like maybe the first two hours of Ascent. Um, and obviously there's been like Gamescom and all this other shit that's happened. So, you know, wow, quite the, quite a lot to oh. chew on this week. Yeah. Um, have you, what have you been up to? I mean, I know you, obviously you said you haven't really been playing much until yeah. the other day. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I had a bit of, um, yeah, it was, it was sort of one of those weeks where, um, you know, I think I think it's safe to say we're quite social gamers. Like, I don't tend to just hop on by myself to play video games too much. Um, although I did dust off Resident Evil for like an hour, like one night, um, just trying to get back into it. And I did enjoy it. So I'm slowly phasing back into that game because I do want to complete it. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, I haven't I haven't been playing a crazy amount of Xbox this week. And when I have, it's been the usual um, Apex mainly. But, you know, I've also been playing Curse of the Dead Gods still. Um, like you said, I played, um, we played the first 
few hours or a couple hours of the ascent as well the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, which I don't know. Did did you want to go through that on 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 the check in, or are we going to like touch on that later? Yeah, we'll go through it on the check in. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my um, I I I did enjoy it. Um, there were the, it, it was I I don't know. I felt like I have a real problem with the UI in that game. I don't know <laughs> why. I do, I just don't like it. I and no, like everything I, felt I, quite I struggle. buried. Yeah, I feel like I just struggle to find anything. Um. And even just see it, it, it's all like the same colour, that red, like red text on a black background. It's all just like, it all just looks the same. Nothing really stands out. Like I genuinely have to stare at a screen for about 20 seconds to be like, oh, my skill points. Oh, the text was really my, small my, as my well. My headset's screwed up. Two seconds. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. Uh, you, you, you carry on talking about the ascent while I yeah, sort okay. my headset's up. Yeah, the UI does have a bit of a problem with um, like just text being really small, things being buried. Like the menus are a bit wonky as well. In that, like nothing is immediately apparent when you go to try and find what you're looking for. Like you'll get a new gun, you'll be like, "Where the he- where is this?" Or it'll pop up saying like "new skill unlocked," and you'll be like, "Skill? Where's that?" And like you don't. So yeah. <laughs> there's definitely yeah, a bit I of a mean- problem with that. It literally took me like a solid, yeah, like staring at a screen for like fifteen seconds to just be like, "Oh, th- there, those are my skill points." Okay, I, I have six of them. Yeah. Okay, great. You know, like I, I don't know, and and like even like in in the game, I feel like all the, you know, when you like pick up stuff off the floor, it comes up in the bottom left in the tiniest text that you picked up like a gun or you picked up some like money or whatever, and I find it really tough to actually figure out what I've just hoovered up off the floor. I feel like everything is so. I yeah. guess they wanted to focus mainly on the gameplay and not clutter up the screen with UI, but I just I don't know. It kind of just yeah. kind of gets on my nerves a little bit. But um, but I mean yeah the um the actual the actual game is fine. Um, it looks it looks pretty pretty nice. Um, yeah. Uh, although the I would say that it's still it's still pretty janky on uh, co-op. Being the person that's not hosting the the lobby um you do i suffer pretty well i would say fairly frequent just skips like like one two second hangs of the game yeah and then it just comes back to normal uh i get a lot of pop in like in cutscenes where it's like i don't know like it like hovers over the city that you've just entered and you can see all the civilians walking through it you're like oh this looks great and i've got all these civilians popping in t-posing and stuff like that (laughs) yeah it it, it looks kind of i I actually i'd say it looks kind of bad um on co-op sometimes yeah um i did hear it was i did hear it was a bit janky at launch i mean i'm hoping it's a bit better now but um it might might be better than it was yeah it might just be that sort of thing that we have to put down for like another month and then pick it back up um, when it's like fully yeah. ironed out otherwise it's just going to be like a pain in the ass isn't it um yeah i mean it's it's not like it's not like really dampening my experience but i can't remember the last time i played a game and people were popping in and t-posing like that that's pretty <laughs> that's pretty bad um yeah. but yeah um but the overall when you're in the meat of the game i do enjoy it um it is good fun um i quite like the whole like even though it's like top down stick shooter, I quite like how there's different levels of shooting. Like yeah. you shoot from the hip, and then you can aim higher for like headshots and shoot over cover. It's a bit it's weird a... to wrap your head around uh, to mm. start with, because you're looking from the top down, but you can shoot higher and lower. And it's like it just I don't know. It's kind of a bit weird. 
are we yeah. actually doing it? So. it? It must have been really hard for them to actually figure out like how to communicate that to the player because I know you're not the only one who's thought that. Like when I listened to previews before, there were people who were like, I didn't really understand the mechanic, but then once I did, like everything was so much smoother. Um, mm-hmm. So because it is because literally all there is is like you see the laser, like a laser pointer out of your gun, and you can see obviously where that's hitting in the environment. So when you're pressing LT, it, it goes up. Um, and you can see, like, obviously in the animation of your character as well, like, where they're holding the gun kind of thing. Um, but other than that, like, there isn't, like, any, like, immediate... Like, maybe, like you said, maybe they are, like, going for that, like, minimal UI approach. Like, maybe a little character icon just a like, a, you know, like a shape just above your character just to show your aim at a head height, you know, maybe just, like, a head icon or something and then body yeah. would have yeah. helped. But, um, but, yeah, once you've got, like, got used to it and you understand what it means, it's, it's quite a cool mechanic. It's nice. It does add, like, another layer to the to the top-down gameplay, which is otherwise quite simple. Like, yeah. Especially yeah. for a game that's not, um, like, an action RPG, you know, like Diablo, where you've got, like, eight skills on rotation sort of thing. Um, yeah. And there are skills, but, you know, there's... Um, we We've I've got, like basically an ult that's the tactical wasn't it and then like two abilities yeah. and we've only unlocked one out of two so far so um yeah, yeah i like it though it is cool because you have to like manage like knee height enemies that scamper at you and then you want to be aiming for the head on bigger boys um things like that mm-hmm. so yeah I, I do like it um bit of a slow start though wasn't it did you find it it <coughs> was yeah um yeah it was quite a slow start um and i just I didn't, I don't know if it was just like the sort of mood we were in when we were playing it. We were in a bit of a Lucy sort of fuck around <laughs> mood and just, we didn't like, that's why we just hopped on it. But I really didn't care much for the story. Like, even when I tried to listen to it, I was just like, okay, like, I don't really feel like this. You don't like poon? That crazy going on here. Well, I like poon, mate, but like, <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if it was just the sort of mood we were in. Um, but. Yeah, I didn't care too much for the story, which is a shame because the for what I could tell, the voice acting was actually all right um, for the characters and stuff yeah, like that. It so. it was good, but like I think, yeah, I don't know. The the problem we said this as well when we were playing it. The problem the game had is that it threw so much terminology at you. It could have really done with like an encyclopedia system where like keywords were highlighted, so you see that and you're like, what the f- what the hell does that mean? You can just go into your menu and have a look. And, you know, pops up as this yeah. new, and you're like, oh, that's what he meant by that um they just like speak a load of jargon you're like what are you on about what are you talking about i don't know um so but you know uh, from what i could tell it was just like we were essentially doing work for that dude i don't know who he was he was like part of a criminal syndicate or whatever spoon yeah we're doing favors for him but that was pretty much it so far you know there's i think it's just establishing the universe as well it's like oh look well there's lots of underground crime and um you know don't get involved with these guys and this that and the other so yeah. yeah i like the um i like the environments though that's all cool oh yeah yeah for sure um and yeah i mean i guess while we're on the topic i, I thought of a few more <laughs> annoyances that i had with it as well so like pop-ups that were describing things that you picked up or things happening in the game or something like that for one when you're playing co-op your game doesn't pause so it pops up and it's just like oh you've leveled up you need to do this 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 and this and this and you have to hold x for like a solid three maybe four seconds to get rid of this box of dialogue while your game is paused so you're just getting (laughs) battered with bullets like there were so many times where i was like just get off my screen 
Like, yeah. what is this? Uh, I guess that's only a co-op issue, though. They just didn't really think about it. It um, is, but like, I, th- I think there are there's a few too many things where that's like stuff is happening with co-op. Where I'm like, it wasn't ready. Co-op wasn't ready, or you know, yeah, yeah, it clearly wasn't. Yeah, um, and yes, yeah, so, and and sometimes the text would just like randomly disappear as well. Like, I feel like something yeah. would pop up and be like, you, it was the same one with you and the taxi. It was just like, oh, you've unlocked the taxi, you know, for a cost you can travel. And it just like went and you were like, I wasn't done. <laughs> like, <laughs> why, why did that yeah. pop up go? That sounded really important. Yeah. And then you had to dig through like a menu and like find find that tooltip again to, to figure out what it actually was. It's stuff like that, which I feel like just needs a bit of fine tuning. Um, mm. Yeah, just to make and the that, game a little bit better. It compounds it a bit worse because like the navigation is a little bit confusing as well. I mean, it's not horrible, but like you know, sometimes it will give you an objective, and there's like you can press up on the D pad, and this really like lovely like trail will pop up. It looks really nice, and it'll show you where to go. But sometimes like it doesn't feel like you're going in the right direction. Like you can just follow that, but when like when you look at the map and try and figure out where you are and where to go, like try and orientate yourself, it sometimes just doesn't quite add up. Um, yeah. But you know, it's just not horrible. Like none of this stuff is like game breaking stuff. They're just like minor annoyances, but they added up. Like that's all. Um, they added up and dampened the experience a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I'd probably give it like a six or a seven for, for for what we played at the moment. I think as it ramps up, we get more abilities, and I don't know. We just get used to how the game works, UI wise, and everything. I think you know it will probably even out to probably an eight or something like that but right yeah. now i'd probably give it a six or a seven to be honest um, I, i'd put it in a seven cool. or 7.5 I, I wouldn't put it as low as six but but it is cool um i liked yeah. there's a lot to put your teeth into isn't there like, like there's quite a lot of like customization like upgrading your skills um upgrading your guns and like specking into like there's like 10 different skill points um which was all really cool but again like undermined a little bit because some of the stuff like just th- it doesn't tell you what it means it's like this upgrades your energy capacity and i'm like sir what is energy capacity what does that mean uh, what am i putting points into here and it doesn't tell you like you j- it just doesn't tell you so like you yeah. just have to kind of figure it out or google it, it i mean yeah and it's and it's a very simple there's no reason they can't just have in brackets uh energy is used for your for your um augmentations in brackets which is what it is used for yeah there's no reason why they can't just put energies used for augmentations or like augmentation yeah. cooldown, something like that. But Definitely. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's a little bit silly. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm having fun with it overall. Um, and I'm sure it'll get better, but yeah, yeah. there are some, some, some annoyances with it right off the bat. Right now. Yeah. We, we, we did say it was getting better as we went through it. So we'll have to see as we come back to it. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, definitely worth dipping into, um, but just beware of like co-op bugs. I guess is is the big drawback for us at the moment because without them, it would it would have been um, it would have been better. But yeah, yeah, definitely. That's the ascent for you. So you dipped your toes in Resident Evil, obviously the usual playing some Apex. Um, mm-hmm. I I did want to touch on twelve minutes because I completed that like just after last week's episode, I think. Yeah, probably. Mm, I don't remember. It was a bit late. Isn't it? I didn't speak about it last it week. Was only- did I? No, it was only like a couple of days ago you told me you actually completed it. Did I? Oh, yeah. I can't remember because I think I think me and me and Beth are both sort of playing it together. But um, that was good. Uh, that was fun. I'd probably give that like an eight. I was like when I booted the game up and I was like the whole it was the whole clicking point and click adventure. I was like, ah, oh, I'm not good. This isn't going to be for me. 
I did the first half an hour. I was like, Roger no. But as it went on, like it was kind of interesting. I did put up like a really, really mini review on our Twitter, you know, in, in the 200 characters or whatever that I could. Um, but like I, I gave it an eight um, and I sort of, it's really interesting. It's like a really like tight experience and it's very like art house. Um, so it's very like uh, considerate with um, things that are happening and what that represents and like how the, how that symbolically is like reflecting the themes of like what's going on. And obviously the time loop is part of that. And like, as the story develops, it's, it's all generally very cool. And there's quite a cool, actually quite a good twist to the end. It's like quite shocking and weird. Um, mm. But uh, voice acting was generally really good. James McAvoy didn't really care for, he was doing like an American accent. And I don't, because okay. James McAvoy is a, a good actor, but I don't know. Yeah. There was just nothing about it. Whereas Daisy Ridley is the the wife, and um, Willem Dafoe was uh, the the assassin. Were, were really good, um, mm. but there are a couple of times where progress was just too obscure. There was like for for most of the things that you do, it's one of those games where you could complete it in an hour if you happen to do everything right um yeah you have to you have to lose a couple of times to go through a couple of time loops but you could still um and that's not a spoiler and you could but you could still do it really really quickly i did it in about 12 um 11 or 12 um but there are some puzzles most of the time your character if you don't get it right after a number of times they'll start speaking and give you hints but some of them he just yeah. doesn't do that and that can be really annoying. There was one, I think two points that I just Googled like what the next step was and then put my phone down so I could just get past that bit and keep going. I don't doubt I would have found it eventually, but I I do that sometimes just... with puzzle games. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess so. But I mean, you know, we, we play, we play a lot of games. I'd, I'd like to think you could probably figure these things out more than, more so than the average gamer as well, which makes you think that maybe quite a lot of people playing this game are doing the same thing. Maybe. Um, I think, yeah, so. it's it's tough. That, because because there was I did this once on The Outer Wilds, and you know how much I hail that game. There was one puzzle on there that I had a quick Google. I was just like, I don't want to do this for any longer. Um, which is, it's been patched now. They actually patched it to make it a bit more clear, but it was renowned at the time for being obscure. And again, I'm sure I would have got there eventually, but it's like, I don't want to spend the next three hours just trying to figure this out. Um, yeah, I respect my time more than that. Um, and, you know, I consider, I still consider that game to be practically perfect, um, even despite that. So like, whatever, that's no biggie for me. But if that, if for you, you're someone who like never wants to look up how to do something, I think there are going to be something in there that's going to rub you the wrong way. Um, just be just because of the obscurity of it. Um, on the downside, there oh, well further on the downside, there were some parts of like the time loop progression, like as you move through the story, because you like learn more as you go through loops, um, and then you use that information in future loops, where it just didn't work as well. Like the the storytelling worked well, really really well into, but some of the puzzles didn't because it, again, it just it became too obscure. Like the rules of the time loop weren't clear. Like what can I carry forward and what can't I, and, and what information comes forward with me? Does all of it come forward? Things like that. And, and what conversations do I have to have? Do I have to have in a particular order? Do I have to have the whole conversation again? Um, mm -hmm. Things like that. Uh, but overall really enjoyable experience. Like if you're into all of that sort of art house pretentious stuff, which I absolutely am, um, I definitely recommend giving it a go. Um, if you're into point and click adventures, um, definitely give it a go uh but it's i can you know i can straight up tell you it's not for everyone 
yeah, just, yeah. just how it is. But I mean, it reviewed fairly well. At least settled at like seventy nine on Open Critic, I think, last time I checked. Yeah, which yeah. is which is which is pretty good, like you said, for that sort of genre that doesn't appeal to to everybody, right? Yeah. But I mean, I guess you know, reviewers are <laughs> supposed to look at it from an unbiased standpoint. They can't just be like, yeah. I don't like this genre, so it's a five. But like, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it is. Uh, yeah, no, it's cool, man. Um, but it's on Game Pass. I'm not sure if it's my cup of tea either, but I might give it a go. You know, I mean, so how how long overall would you say you spent on that then? Like five hours? No, I clocked in around eleven hours. I think eleven or twelve. Oh, eleven hours. Oh, okay. Yeah, nice. Which I think is, from what I've read, is more than most people did. So I don't know if I was just taking my time with it or if I'm just like dumb. Um, I'm not sure, (laughs) but um, I didn't feel like I was playing for twelve hours to be honest. Maybe there was some time in there where I had like, like, like left 12 open. minutes. Pause do I? Felt like 12 <sighs> hours, felt like nobody's, 12 nobody's minutes. That's why they call it that. <laughs> yeah. 10 out of 10. 12 out of 10. Yeah. So that was good, man. Um, cool. But other than that, what was I going to say? We've done a cent, done 12 minutes. Um, I've just been churning through Hades. I think we spoke about this <laughs> uh, earlier. I'm on like, I've done, I've gone through like five five times now still loving that on my switch not on my xbox but you know everyone talking about it has made me want to play it again so it's you know <laughs> that's just how it goes um yeah man oh there was something else what am i forgetting about mm. psychonauts i've been playing psychonauts but we'll come back around oh, to yeah. that. that's in that's in the news so we'll um yeah. we'll do that is there cool. anything else that cool, cool, you want to cool. you want to check in on uh no that's that's about it for for me and the check-in yeah great Let's move on then uh, to Gamescom 2022. Tim, you weren't impressed with Gamescom 2022, were you? Or at least Xbox is showing. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, I think I watched it for about half an hour and then just turned it off. Uh, I was was eating my dinner and I was just like, Gamescom, let's go. I even got a takeout as well. I was like, let's do it. Wow. Um, And then what did they open with? They opened with Dying Light, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. This is in the order. All the notes are in the right order. Okay, I'm not even looking at the notes. I was just going oh, right. from, my, from my memory. Um, but yes, I do see the notes now. Dying Light but, looks um, really good. It looked good, yeah. I was yeah. I was impressed with that. So I was I did enjoy that. Um and that was pretty cool. Um and then when they when they were just were talking about flight sim for like 20, 25 minutes, <laughs> I was just like, I'm kinda done here, boys. Like I respect yeah. the game. Fantastic. But it's way too long a segment. <laughs> like, I, I, I imagine I'm not the only one that really just tuned out at that point. You um, didn't see the PvP announcement on Flight Sim. I did see the PvP announcement. <laughs> I pretty much watched it all, and then I was like, "Fuck this, man!" Um, and yeah, man. I just I think I started playing Curse of the Dead Gods after that, no, right. and I didn't actually watch the the, the rest of the show because um, I just assumed. I, uh, so how how long does each how long did Xbox have as a segment? Was it, it was actually was it? it was ninety minutes, which is a lot. Oh, okay, um, so I didn't know it was that long. I assumed they have like forty five, maybe an hour, and then I saw the flight sim was going on for like twenty odd minutes. I was like, well, this is going to be shit. I was like, half their show has just been like flight sim, um, which yeah. again, no disrespect, like the game's fantastic, but it's just I don't want to hear about it for twenty five minutes. Um, but yeah, okay. So if if I knew that there was actually that much uh, still to come, I probably would have um, 
yeah, I probably would have stayed on a little bit longer. But now, now that I think about it, I did. I do remember seeing the announcement of the whole Sea of Thieves Borderlands stuff and everything mm-hmm. like that. So, but I don't remember seeing Wasteland Three. It was a DLC. They didn't show any. Oh, maybe they did show. Some I just game. didn't. Or maybe I just literally again. It just. It's not really something I I get that hyped about. I guess I just instantly pushed it out of my brain to make room for uh, my takeout. I guess. <laughs> um, I'm I'm still building myself up to play Wasteland Three at some point. You know, with or without you. We did, we did play it a bit, and it was it was good. Uh, it had some cold bugs, didn't hard... it? Yeah, it did. Yeah, it's. Yeah, it was a bit. It was a bit jank. Actually, it was very jank for co-op. Yeah, that actually. Now that I think about it, I said the Ascent is one of the worst I played in a while. Though Wasteland Three was worse. It actually Wasteland had some game-breaking stuff, didn't it? Where we had to like hard yeah. boot because menus wouldn't Quest go away and things like work. that. Yeah, yeah, quest didn't work. Menus wouldn't go away. The game just crashed so many times. But it's, it was yeah, cool, man. You, was you, dreadful. you just you don't get games like that in co-op and. um you know, there's that whole thing of like you can play it asymmetric as well. Like, you know, you could make progress on your own, and I could go on my own, and like we have to be together for some point in the story. But I definitely want to play it at some point because um, I, I really enjoyed it. I liked the combat, the role playing element was excellent, and there was a talking cat with a cowboy hat. So you know, exactly, it really ticked all the boxes. It, um, it really did. Um, one day, one day, I'll rope you back into it. But today's not that day. Yeah. Um, Thank God. So, I mean, like, I want to, I guess I want to, like, first talk about just, like, overall, the, like, the overall conference, because, like, they downplayed it, like, weeks in advance. They said, Aaron Greenberg, marketing lead, was like, don't expect too much, we're not announcing anything new, we're just talking about previous stuff. And we said this last week, we were, we were saying, oh, Valve, maybe, like, we knew, we, but we knew that wasn't happening. And, you know, we closed last week's episode out by saying, Gamescom is never big. Gamescom never has any big announcements. It's just usually like fun stuff with devs, which mm-hmm. is pretty much the case. I mean, to be fair, this is probably a bigger Gamescom than we usually get. Um, and to be fair, um, this I the format was quite good. It was like the, um, at least I thought it was anyway, it was like the E3 extended look. You know, like the ninety minutes or maybe sixty minutes ahead, straight after E three. Yes, yeah, and the same guy just like that. It, that guy from the uh, Paris. Yeah, he has a podcast, doesn't he? He has his own. Uh, he he does his own one. I think he does basement basement radio, but he's on kind of funny. Yeah, the kind of funny X cast. That's yeah. right. Yeah, Paris is a banger. Um, so like he um, yeah, it was just like so the format was good. I think they've got this format kind of down. I think I agree. Like they did speak about flight sim a lot, but like again, this isn't like a mass like mass audience show it's just kind of following cute stuff um but yeah flight sim did did drag on a bit but you know hey ho they they had a segment later about age of empires 4 as well and did the same thing happen they started talking about trebuchets and the conversation went on for like 10 minutes i was like yeah don't need to be hearing about trebuchets but you know it it is what it is um overall i thought the show was pretty cool um I wasn't expecting it to to reveal anything new because they literally told us that. And Joseph Staten came out as well before and said, "We're not showing we're not showing you any gameplay, campaign gameplay for for Halo." Um, mm-hmm. He said that, but people were still pissed we didn't see gameplay on the next day when the release date was announced at opening night live um, with Jeff Keighley. So that was um, 
Wow, a whole a whole bunch of drama followed. So let's just work through the Gamescom list because, like, I wanted to. Did you see the humble bundle announcement? Um, no, I don't think so. Or if I did, I missed <clears> it because I. Let yeah, no, you're passing you out on about that. takeout. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, um, they yeah, they well, they announced that there were like nine games from hum- Humble Bundle that were coming straight to games pass um i couldn't tell you exactly what they were i've like tried to give it a quick google now and misspelled it horribly um but there is yeah there, there's stuff that's coming straight to xbox and that made that made people quite happy humble bundles got a reputation a good one so yeah yeah that was nice um and to and the biggest thing, to be honest, like by far the biggest thing of the show to me was like the final, like the finalized announcement of xCloud coming to consoles. And we've been speaking about this happening for a while, but it hasn't been officially announced. Um, so like you will be able to stream from your console. So that opens the door to um, streaming while a game is downloading. Uh, Xbox One yeah. streaming Series X games that they otherwise couldn't play. It, it opens mm-hmm. the door to this sort of stuff, um, which I think is really, really cool, you know, and it, and it really, it, it falls like really nicely in line with like this whole quick resume games pass approach of like, just jump into something. You see it on the store, it's on games pass. You don't have to download it. You can literally just start playing it like right now. And, and they said that that's coming holiday 2021, uh, aiming for 1080p 60 frames per second. And it wouldn't surprise me if they tried to get it out at a similar time frame to when, to when Halo's coming out. Yeah. Yeah, no, I actually remember seeing some uh, a little bit of controversy uh, about it, just being like, um, are Xbox potentially going to be screwing themselves out of hardware sales um, for like the Series X and stuff like that by doing this, you know, by giving Xbox Ones and yeah, um, yeah, just like a crappy laptop or something like that, mm-hmm. that you know, you can you can stream these games from. Um, but then you know, at the end of the day, they're not they're not going to run nearly as nice as on native hardware. Right. Um, so it will give people that taster um, of, of, of what can, that they can expect from these, these sort of games, these, these next gen games. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's probably what they're hoping for. And then they'll be like, Oh, actually I'd kind of like to play this, like the way it should be played. And then they'll buy the hardware. Um, I think that's kind of what they're going for. But I mean, I don't yeah. think it's going to, I think it will probably hurt hardware sales a little bit because there there will be people just like you know why should I spend five six hundred pounds um, on a uh, on a, a a Series X or something like that when I can just play you know ten eighty sixty FPS these games and stream them you know if you, if your connection is good enough as well um, yeah so I think to an extent it will but based. You know, it's also important to remember that Microsoft really aren't in the business of selling consoles anymore. Like, obviously, they want to sell consoles, but like, they more care that they get. You know, they're casting a wide net with the whole X Cloud cross-play yeah. on PC. You know, they just want to get as many people in the ecosystem as they can. And if if allowing them to stream stops you defecting to another console or another ecosystem, then that's they get your money yeah. either way. Yeah. yeah, if you're buying a game to stream it, they've got your money. You know, so. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, and it's deep. you know it can be it can be remedied with all these things coming into play and stuff like that. Then you know you just lower the amount you man- you manufacture and stuff like that, right? And then if demand increases, then you manufacture more as and when sort of thing. But they can they can sort of lower the bar, knowing that 
it's acceptable on so many of these other platforms. They don't need yeah. to produce as many consoles as a PlayStation 5 or something like that, for example. Yeah, um, but yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, it's a good point actually. And I was just, um, I was just having a quick look online um, about some of those games on on Humble Bundle. And I'm just having a look at a few of them here. Um, I've heard of some of them, yeah, but not all of them. The best, yeah, yeah, Next Space Rebels, Bushiden, uh, Midnight Fight Express. I've heard of and Dodgeball Academia. I've heard of Dodgeball. Academia. I think that's probably the um, the yeah. the most known game on that list, and um, that's supposed to be pretty good. Um, yeah, so um, lots of partnerships happening. Speaking of partnerships. See if Thieves Borderlands set. Now, yeah, this man. is. Um, I mean, it, you have to go through like a series of quests to to like get the, the set. Um, and there's like a funky looking claptrap on the front on the on the. Uh, I can't remember the name of it on like you know like the bow of the boat. Um, yeah. And for those, I remember seeing comments of like, "This is a really random partnership. Like, why Borderlands of all things?" But for those who don't know, Randy Pitchford is like a a massive like bona fide Sea of Thieves fan. Like he's on Twitter like quite regularly speaking about Sea of Thieves. That's why this happened. <laughs> um yeah. so uh keep on trucking, I guess. <laughs> I think I, I think it's quite cool that Sea of Thieves is becoming like more and more this place where other you know, there's so much like cross promotion in the game and it's it's just a really good mm. place for it. You just like marketing on your sales is it's funny. Oh yeah for sure. You know, I I have no doubt that they'll they'll probably uh be able to shoehorn Halo in in some way and have some kind of Halo There's already a set in it or something. Oh okay. Oh yeah, another yeah, one. There is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they'll probably do like a like an actual infinite one or something and a little banished as well. Yeah. Um yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. It is it's it's kind of cool though because yeah, like you said, it's one of those it's one of those games where you can kind of really put anything into it and it doesn't seem too outrageous, right? Yeah. Because the game is just considered just like a fun sandbox, right? No one's going to be like, oh, my pirate law. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just, you know, it's just, everyone's just having fun. It's that sort of uh, platform, so. Yeah, and it doesn't impact progression or anything. It's not like a crossover gun that's like going to be triple S tier or something, you know? Um, yeah. yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, there was an Ori one a while back that I wanted, but um, I don't think I ever got it. But yeah, um, State of Decay 2, another expansion for State of Decay 2. I've got to say, I was like secretly hoping it was like a a bit of a, I mean, I know they've already done like a, uh, I don't I don't know what to call it, not like a remaster. They did like a, uh, what was it called? Juggernaut edition. That's what it was called. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was like, you know, all of the DLCs and like revamping and like upscaling and optimization and all of that. I was kind of hoping it was another one of them because I just want them to sort the co-op out. Because if they, I mean, I guess it's yeah. like baked into the code at this point, but you know, um, I was just secretly crossing my fingers. But uh, it was State of Decay. So this expansion takes place on an island from one of the previous DLCs, I think it was. Was it was it called Trundle Valley or something? They kept saying it over and over again. And I was like, I didn't really know what it meant, but I don't, I don't think it was from the first game. I can't remember. Uh, but yeah, it was another expansion with, you know, more shit, new island, more zombies, that sort of stuff. Um, but I'm glad to see the game still going because um, I'd honestly like to see what re-reviews would give that give the game now. I don't know if there have been reviews um, for it. I think there was a Juggernaut edition review um, when it came out. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think so. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, the game obviously it's improved quite a lot in its life cycle. I do think. Uh, I mean, state. I remember State of Decay two launched awfully, didn't they? Like really, really buggy and really, really choppy and just not not great at all. So it's definitely it's definitely better, but. And I feel like for, for most people, it's actually now it's probably a very solid game. It's just for us, we kind of want something different out of it. We we want this co-op experience that maybe not everyone is absolutely gagging for like we are. Um, but yeah, it could definitely benefit from just having what we said about Wasteland 3, where you could progress in your single player campaign and, you know, it kind of you progress if you were to play co-op with each other as well. It sort of saves your progress. But it's almost like every time you go into somebody's world, if you then leave that world, go to dinner or your gaming sessions ended, that character's just gone forever. That you that person in your in your world was playing, like nothing saves over, yeah. and it's just yeah, it kind of just feels like a waste of time. But for everyone but the host, uh, in terms of progression, obviously it's you know it's still quite fun. But um, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, it, it, it would be quite quite interesting to um see how did did it get re-reviewed for the dragon edition did you um i was trying to have a look on like open critic for like what has been going on um but it's uh i I don't really know i haven't i can't see anything i mean obviously it it came out to like a 69 on metacritic so obviously not too hot same as sea of thieves funnily enough Mm. um i can't see anything for like juggernaut edition at least on open critic but having said that i don't know how like i don't know if re-reviews get automatically updated to open critic or if they do it differently i mean um, yeah i mean there's only been a few for cfds re-reviews that is um so yeah it would would just be interesting to get an idea of what other people like where they feel it is on that sort of quality barometer um yeah yeah but hey, yeah, glad to see the game still going. They, are, we know they're working on on their next sort of project. Um, you know, I hope this is their chance that they get the time they need because, you know, I think State of Decay turns a lot of people off because it's like it it still looks quite low budget. You know, um, all the systems are yeah. in place. You know, people love that stuff. That sort of you know that like village simulator almost thing. You know, zombie simulator. That's essentially what yeah. it is. Um, and all those can- mechanics are like really fun. They're really engaging. It's like micromanaging lots of different things and building up people with different skills and stuff. Like, I think that's all great. But like, there are things like animation still look janky. Melee combat still is a bit weird. Like, the combat is still a bit there. Um, mm. And then the cop tethering, and it's just like why. I don't understand why State of Decay State of Decay two came out as low budget as it did because like they had been with Microsoft for so long by that point you know maybe uh, May twenty second twenty eighteen so like maybe it would they were just still at that point where they weren't fully like putting lots of money into their first party game so you know hopefully for the next yeah. one that isn't the case um, but it it needs a bit more love that I think. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, for sure. And what is this expansion coming? Just like a, you know, an extra chunk of story, an extra, like more, just yeah, just expanding on the game a little bit. Use more weapons, maybe more like another enemy type. Is it that sort of thing? Yeah, you know, you know how when you booted up the game, you could choose like different places to go, and it had like they had like different um like difficulty levels. It was like another island yeah. thing with like its own difficulty level, so it's a different variety. Oh, okay. So, so yeah, yeah, um, cool man. Cool. Yeah, so that's State of Decay 2. Um, 
Next up, we had um, a new game announcement called Stray Blade. Now, this this looks really up your alley, actually. So um, maybe if you get a chance, you should give it a quick Google. Um, it was like a sort of cell shaded, like Souls like game. It was like a sort of looked a bit indie. It looked a bit rough around the edges, not going to lie, but it looked good overall. Um, it, it looked like it was an indie Souls like. Um, but I like the look of it. Like it looked kind of good. Um, so. Well, I'm excited to see more of it, but it's, I mean, it's hard for me to talk to you about it more without you <laughs> having seen it. Yeah, yeah, I think I... Uh, I'm just trying to think if I did see this one or not. Uh, no, no, I didn't see this. Okay. Well, it's kind of cool. Mean, yeah. It is kind of cool. It seemed, it seemed kind of cool. I don't, I don't think going, it got a release date. It's kind of going for that, like, almost cartoony sort mm. of art style almost quite um kingdoms of like amala esque yeah i was thinking the exact or, same um, thing yeah fable-esque as well a little bit um yeah, yeah it's definitely okay, stylized cool. yeah i'll definitely give that more more of a look yeah for sure. and, and what you said it's just it's just like a just a just an rpg sort of thing yeah yeah Okay. Yeah. Nice. So that was announced. Um and then we had the Age of Age of Empires 4 segment where they think they spoke a bit more. I don't know if they actually announced anything new. I think they just spoke a bit more about the stuff we already know and trebuchets and like naval combat is something that they've spoken about more. Um continues to look good. Um there from what I hear there is like a little bit of controversy around how the game looks from like the purist communities, you know, like the Halo purist equivalent. Um but you know that's like why I can kind of hand wave that away. I feel, but um, it continues to look good. Um, so yeah, we'll just have to see when that releases in October, I believe. But uh, yeah, Crusader Kings three. I don't know anything about this IP or this game, but it's it's coming to Xbox consoles. So nice, man. Yeah. What what kind of genre is? This? <laughs> yeah. Similar. I, I always thought it was like a similar like age strategy. of strategy kind of genre, wasn't it? Yeah, it okay. it is, but it's not quite age. It's not like real time strategy, which I think is what people would say Age of Empires is. I don't really yeah. know what you'd call it. It's like uh, <laughs> like country management. I don't even know how. I, I literally don't know what to call it. Or not Google. Okay. Uh, but it's only been on PC previously, and they're like you know bringing it to Xbox now, so. Um, for those who like it, that's that's that. I mean, it's got a 91 on Metacritic, so it's clearly a pretty loved game. Quite loved. Um, yeah. yeah. Wikipedia calls it a grand strategy role-playing game in the Middle Ages. There you go. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, okay. it, nice. It's, com- it's coming to PS5 as well. It's coming to consoles, but yeah, it just was announced at the Xbox show. Um, then we had Psychonauts 2, which I'll come back to in a bit. Um and the gunk. There's a bit of gameplay show for the gunk. Did you see the gameplay for the gunk? The gunk gameplay for the gunk? I, I did not see the gunk gameplay gunk. The play of the game of the gunk gunk. No, the gunk play. No. Does it look um, good? It did look all right, actually. I was I was quite surprised because the trailer they showed, was it? Yeah, last year. Looked yes, like yeah. fine. Bit weird. Didn't really know what was going on. I don't know. Yeah. This one looks kind of cool, actually. It looks like quite like graphically nice. Um, there's some more stuff going on. Still, don't really know 
what it means other than that gunk is appearing on planets. Um, but yeah, it's gunk. It's gunk, you know. It's yeah. It's quite. It's quite a hard one to like pin your finger on. Um, <laughs> I feel like it had quite like a a similar vibe to, um, like uh, when Recall was announced and the and like Recall was coming out. I feel like it's, I'm getting a very similar vibe from it. Um, but mm. you kind of just don't know what you're getting until it's actually sort of out and you know yeah. like much more about it. But it all it does look like kind of interesting at the same time, you know. Um, yeah but yeah yeah, for sure yeah so i guess we'll see i don't think we got release date either but we do know it's games pass um and all of that um pretty sure there wasn't a release date i would have put it down in my notes i feel no i don't think there was um but yeah i mean we reported on this last week you know we said that they they said that they were going to be at the show and they in fact were so i mean here we go oh that was the other thing they like i don't know if we did speak about this but they it, it seems that Xbox have like made a permanent exclusivity deal with this game now. Like it, when it oh, was okay. first revealed, it was it was assumed it was a timed exclusive, but now they're saying exclusive, like coming exclusively to Xbox consoles. And um, so maybe they, as the development's gone on, they've just got, like got a bit more impressed with what they're seeing. So they're like, "We'll have that, yeah. thanks." Um, yeah, yeah, it's always a good sign, isn't it? When oh, when December apparently, open and then gets snapped up. Oh, okay. Well, I'll definitely be playing that over Halo. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Halo 100%. gunk. Halo is gunk. <laughs> um, well, dude. I know. And then last, certainly not least, uh, was eight, eight minutes of gameplay for Forza Horizon 5. Did you see this? Because this was, uh, you know, obviously fucking incredible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've seen, we've obviously seen gameplay of Forza Horizon uh, Five, but I haven't seen this this eight minutes. No, it showed it glorious. Like, yeah, it showed like the opening eight minutes of the game, um, and you like drop out of planes in different cars into different biomes. It's stupid, but it like it looks that's amazing. Cool. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome, dude. That doesn't sound stupid at all. It sounds fucking great. Yeah, in one of them, you reverse out a plane and a parachute deploys, and then you land and just like keep driving. And obviously, the music mixing is absolutely banging as it always is. Is um, this the is this um, Forza Horizon Five BR confirmed? I hope so. God, where, I hope so. where we drop in, boys? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> drop in the volcano. Hmm. Oh, nice. So, yeah, alongside that, we got um, a cover reveal for the for the game and um, a, the limited edition controller. Did you see the limited the, the controller? Mm, no. You were useless. It's like I'm not useless. You know, <laughs> I tuned out of Gamescom after the like mostly after the flight sim. So it's like you're just setting me it up is. for failure. Did you see this? No, of course you didn't. It's, and it's like it's just this a really nice. Anyway, so cares. A lot of people came, man. Yeah, well, it's a bit piss coloured though. I will say. Um, are you sending it to me? Are you? No, I'm not sending it to you. <laughs> I was just, oh, I was just yeah, trying to, well, I was I just trying to. Would... Let me do it. Forza. I was just trying to get, get it up so I could see it. It's, it's like, yeah, it's like kind of transparent and a bit yellow. There is like a little bit of controversy, so I'm interested to like hear if you like it or not. Because it is a bit weird. It is oh. a bit weird, but it's I do quite like it. Oh god, really? This is it. Mm-hmm. This is it. 
the yellow one with the blue and pink, yeah. Oh, okay. All right, it looks kind of better on the, on the, on the bigger. It's, so it's it's got this. They've gone for the see-through plastic design. Yeah. Interesting. So you can like, see into the controller. Kind of piss color. Okay, yeah, it's not awful. I'm not gonna lie. It kind of looks more like a, a like a rage. A Rage 2 controller than a <laughs> it does. Horizon 5. Yeah, it does. But whatever, I guess. But it's, it's Mexico, um, remember? It's like... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. I I don't hate it. I've seen a lot nicer controllers. Um, yeah, I mean, I prefer the Halo ones. Both the Halo ones. But, you know, it's still pretty cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Halo one looked fucking amazing. Look really, really good. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah, it's, it's not bad. It's not bad. Yeah. Also, sixty-five pounds. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> probably a standard not. controller. Yeah. Um. Anyway. So that that was how they closed the show out. Um. And then, nice. uh, obviously, people like there were seizures were had. Um. There was crying. People were shitting themselves because you know Halo wasn't mentioned, and uh, you know there was you know squealing. Obviously, Halo did turn up the next day at opening night live um, with a release date of December the 8th. How does December the 8th sit with you? Um, Pretty good, man. Like, um, I think it's I think it's quite a good time for it to come out. I, th- I, th- I think it obviously it makes sense, um, both in terms of hardware sales and stuff like that, to release a game like that over Christmas, uh, over like the holiday period. You know, assuming they get stock back in around that sort of time um, for for the consoles, um, but yeah, I mean, it's not it's it's a pretty it's a pretty cool release date for me to be honest. Uh, I'm I'm happy it's this year. Uh, that's about it. Yeah, I mean, that as is far as release plus. dates are concerned, I'm, it doesn't. You know, I'm not really too bothered. Um, it doesn't really affect me too much. Um, it's it a Wednesday. Nice to see it in November potentially. It's a Wednesday. That is weird. <laughs> yeah, that is very weird. It's always uh, a Tuesday or maybe a Friday. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, yes, yeah, it's, it's cool, man. It's nice. It's just, it's nice just to have a fucking release date. Like it's happening. It is happening. Hopefully, they don't pull any more features from us as well. Yeah, hopefully, fingers crossed. Um, yeah, like Master I- Chief's actually coming in twenty twenty two. Yeah, sorry about that. So you'll be you'll just be playing as an ODST from December eighth <laughs> onwards. Yeah, <laughs> voiceless ODST. Oh, I think we said in previous episodes that December would be a good time because I think they were when they announced it last year. It was like a November, so everyone was assuming it would be November again this year. And obviously, that's when the the end of the twenty the xbox 20th anniversary thing ends so we were all kind of eyeing up that as the date but it seemed a bit pointless because forza 5 is forza horizon 5 is releasing on like november 5th or something and it's like well what's the point in november as well isn't there something age of empires is october um i'm not sure i mean battlefield is yeah battlefield is november as well i think so probably the cods as well. So yeah, it kind of makes sense to just, you know, you either got to get the edge on them early, or you either got to release after. You know, when the hype dies down from those sort of games, and you can have your own sort of month, your own sort of period. Um, yeah, exactly for your game. 
Exactly. And I think, you know, we, we said that before, it, it seemed like they were just waiting for um, COD to announce a release date so that they could sort of strategically plan around that. And COD, you know, they had their reveal um, not long. Um, was it even at, it might have even been at opening night live? No, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was like last week or something. I can't remember. But um, that was November 5th. So, yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, a month after that, breathing room from Forza. Um, and I think they, they kind of want this steady cadence of having something in every month. Like, you know, like we said with um, Age of Empires, October, uh, 4th of November, Halo, December. I think they quite like that. So um, I think this is a really good date. It's really weird that it's a Wednesday. <laughs> Midweek is so bizarre, but um, that's good. Yeah, like you said, it's, it's good to have a release date. And you know they're committed to it now. Otherwise, they wouldn't have told us that features were going to be missing at launch. You know, they wouldn't... It, they're definitely locked into it, you know. So, that's that. Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, and may I just say as well that the uh, the limited edition console uh, looks amazing. Yeah, that looked it looks fucking in, good. It looks very, very cool. I love all the stars along, like, the top, like, the galaxy thing. Yeah, I think it could have also been kind of cool if they just gave it like a green sort of chief look, but I also like low key like this one a bit better. I think this one just fits in a room much better. Yeah, than just like some green uh, thing that just stands out. Um, yeah, it looks mm. cool, man. It looks really, really cool. I yeah, I ca- I kind of like they didn't go with like khaki green, like chief green for once. You know, it's it's nice a nice change. Yeah. Um, what if it isn't meant to, is it just is it just meant to be like the halo ring is that like the inspiration of that color palette do you think i well no because i mean the halo ring is like it's like a world on a ring it is it? but so it's very green and luscious and stuff like that well it's, I, it I has loads really of bios yeah. it's like yeah, mechanical does, though yeah. you know uh, i don't know yeah um, maybe it's like armor no, it just looks it just looks know. cool yeah yeah it's really nice um if I was a millionaire, I would have probably bought one off a scalper by now. Um, and obviously the, yeah. the elite controller as well looks also looks banging as well. Um, the elite controller does look banging. Yeah. So very, very banging. Lots of things for rich people to buy. Knock yourselves yeah. out. Go crazy. Not us. Yeah, definitely not us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you are in the market for another, um, like, premium controller aren't you i am yes yeah uh i did see this halo one which is already out of stock so i don't think i'm gonna get one um, <laughs> and then obviously i was tossing up between the the scuff ones we were talking about uh, uh la- last week's e- episode so yeah. i think i'm probably gonna go with the scuff one just just so it's just like i don't know just for science almost like I'm sure it's going to be a good controller regardless, um, and uh, you know the price is quite similar. So just to sort of, and if I really don't click with it, I'm sure I could always return it. But yeah, I am in the market for 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 a new controller. Um, yeah, yeah, it it, def- it looks really cool. This new one, I uh, I did genuinely go to the site to try and get one, um, but I couldn't. They were gone within seconds. Mm-hmm. So. There was also a headset announced um, by Razer. It wasn't at the show, but it was announced at like the same time. It's a bit weird that it wasn't at the show. 
um yeah i haven't seen this yeah it was just like a halo themed razor headset um it was one of their kyra pro ones which i I don't know much about these headsets but um i know that they do razor a generally quite a well-respected brand for headsets um yeah it looks quite nice it was i don't i can't remember what the price was i think it was like 100 so it was in that sort of price range um not budget but you know mid mid uh mid range Mm. so the green seems a bit off seems a bit too light quite bright yeah yeah it might just be yeah. the shot yeah um, yeah maybe. yeah so lots yeah. lots of halo gear this is the sort of thing it's like halo's coming out <laughs> halo's coming out <laughs> because like they wouldn't they like they wouldn't be making all this limited edition stuff but i mean obviously they had like the deal with monster last year which was like that must have been the biggest headache to manage i don't even want to think about it but you know this considering we know there's already console shortages and they're making limited edition consoles with those shortages it's like halo's coming out it's 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 not missing this day or heads are gonna roll um yeah there was uh a they did like some awards right which at gamescom for like different categories you know there was like best xbox game best playstation game best nintendo game things like that and halo won xbox game of the show which is like well like duh like of course but then you like you look into the specifics of it and the requirements and what that actually means and it turns out these games needed to have 10 minutes of gameplay submitted in advance to be uh uh, to, to, to be nominated right and obviously we didn't see any gameplay so we don't know what the panel saw and like we can assume you know it was maybe campaign gameplay we, I mean we don't really know um, but it was up against Far Cry 6 and Elden Ring and hey Halo got picked so whatever they saw I want to see some of that I want to see some <laughs> of that good stuff <laughs> like yeah, uh, so a lot of people kind of have waved that off of like, oh, I mean, of course, you know, fucking Xbox have won, Halo won an Xbox game, well, big deal. But like, with the amount of like concern and talk that goes around Halo, it's like, well, actually, this is probably good news. This is probably actually nice to hear. So, whatever. Just thought, sign, yeah. yeah, I just thought I'd mention it. Like, whatever. All right, yeah, dude, I think, no, I think, bro. I think we finished with Gamescom. No way. I'm out of breath. Great. That's it then. Yeah. See you guys next week. Psychonauts <laughs> <laughs> uh, two happened. That came out this week, just after the, uh, just after last week's episode. It came out. It was Monday, wasn't it, or something? Tuesday. Um, and obviously, it's come out to banging reviews. It's come out to banging reviews, and people have been saying this is an early game of the year nomination. Um, it's currently sitting at an eighty-eight, I think, on um, Open Critic. It's come down from the the, the eighty-nine. It was out early last week. Really consistent scores across the board. What are like your kind of reactions to? Is this like your expectations, or better than your expectations, or worse? Um, I have to admit, I yeah, it's it's probably slightly better than the expectations uh, I had of it. I mean, I think I was predicting around the sort of low to mid eighties, like maybe eighty five. It, it it would settle as so you know, it's a few points higher than that, closer to the nine area. Uh, but you know, I was definitely yeah, the more and more I saw of this game, the more and more it convinced me. Um, and I think you know that as well, always talking to me about it. I was not too hot on this game when it was first announced. I was like, well, who cares? You know, it's just a cult classic. You know, people are just fanboying. And then 
yeah, the more and more gameplay that came out, I was like, this actually looks really funky and really cool and really smooth as well. And and it just looks it looks like a pretty decent game. Um, so yeah, it does not surprise me that it's it's got these these sort of scores. And uh, yeah, no, I'm 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 really happy. I'm really happy for it. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, obviously. So yeah, double fine. Obviously, developers um, who have been yeah. like for those who don't know, I'm sure you if you're listening to the podcast, I'm sure you already know. But um, Psychonauts Two has been in development from from like 2015. You know, it started as a Kickstarter, um, and it was meant to release in like 2017 or something, and it's just had or 2018 maybe, and it's just been delayed, delayed, delayed um, until eventually Double Fine got acquired in I want to say 2018 as well, and you know Philly said here's a blank check go wild you know finish psychonauts 2 and like one of the big things that they said that they managed to do with this additional time and resources is put boss fights back into the game um, which they had to cut because of um, budget restraints before um and it shows man the game is so polished um and you know it is i think it's obviously this is a game that has come out cross-platform it hasn't come out on PS5 like natively. You can play it on your PS5, but in backwards compatible mode for PS4. Um, mm-hmm. So it is it's it's running best on the on the Series X and S consoles. Um, but I think this really puts Double Fine on the radar as like an anticipated studio for X for Xbox. Um, and we know that they're going to be spinning up like another team after this, and like. Tim Schafer, the, the the lead, um, the studio director, wants to uh, make a new IP, and you know, I think whereas before this game, everybody was kind of like, oh, can they recreate, you know, Psychonauts two, or Psychonauts one rather? You know, they've had a lot of good games, but like, you know, they, this game's been in development for so long, like, how's it going to come out? I think this puts a lot of confidence in this studio going forward, and I think like by the time, you know, five years time, four years time, whatever, the next their next game comes out, there's going to be a lot of anticipation about it because. The last game was a banger that was a game of the year candidate, you know. So yeah. um I'm really happy for the studio. I'm also really happy for Xbox that like this investment in the studio was paid off. It's not a full exclusive, but it's still a reflection on the Xbox brand, which is what they need at the moment. You know, they're still picking up that goodwill of like, can Xbox make consistent good first party studio games? And you know, here it is, really. Um Yeah. So I in terms of impressions, I played the game maybe for about five hours now, and um, I mean, it, you know, it, it is it, it is superb. Um, like the the style is just so unique, like it's so wonky. Like the closest thing I can think of is, is like Sea of Thieves, even though it's kind of not, but it is in the sense that like everything is wonky. Nothing's like there's no uniformity at all. Um, which obviously makes sense because you're in people's minds all the time and nothing is ever uniform, but it's um, it's very, very nice. And I think I said to you the other day, it's just not, it's nice to play a game that it doesn't, isn't like so dark. Like it's lighthearted. Um, it's yeah. funny. Um, you know, people are like cracking jokes here. Like the game is trying to make you laugh um, while tackling like these themes, which are like, like addiction and, um or like depression and like old age and things like that um and it's just it's just really refreshing because i'm maybe i'm just i've been on a spree of just playing games that are not light-hearted you know like i said i've just come off mass effect trilogy which is like very takes itself seriously um i can't remember what i was playing before that 12 minutes takes itself very seriously as well things like that 
So, yeah, um, yeah I, I really like that. And, like, I'm getting kind of in a really weird way in, in, like, the story. I'm getting, like, Harry Potter vibes in that you're coming into, like, an establishment, which is the Psychonauts, you know, the team, the establishment that go into people's heads and try and uh, help people. Um, but then there's like kind of a seedy underbelly secret and you're kind of like exploring that, like an internal kind of problem. Um, yeah. I don't know why, just really in my head, there's like a real parallel there from the, for those two things, um, which I really like. Um, there's like, cause there's obviously like a lot of mystery and a lot of secrets. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's just lovely. It performs super, super well. I haven't had a single performance hiccup. Um, the art style is just wacky and all over the place. The sound editing has been a bit weird sometimes. There's been a bit of character voice overlaps. Um, and there's been times that the loops for like the ambient music has been too short that it's pissed me off a little bit. Generally, like okay. nitpicks, like nothing that's really dragged the gameplay experience down. Combat can feel a bit loose sometimes, but like generally still feels quite good. Um yeah, I mean, but far and away, the star of the show is is unsurprisingly the the script, um, the script yeah. and the writing, and even the cinematography is really good. Just the way that the camera cuts in certain ways, just it, it makes it feel very professional. I think that's something games don't tend to be very good at, and it really stands out when a game is good at it. Um, a lot of Sony games tend to be quite good, have like very good cinematography. Gears Five, I remember, had good cinematography as well. Um, mm. And there's even like light RPG systems, like loads of collectibles, loads of hidden stuff. Um, like you actually level up, you buy pins to upgrade your abilities. And um, all of that was just unexpected and really, really nice. So, you know, yeah, big, That's big cool. congratulations. Round of applause to the team. Um, I'm having a great time. I, I look forward to playing more, really. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely something I need to boot up as well. Yeah. It's, it's also a massive plug in the portfolio. Like Xbox hasn't had a game like this in a while. It, I haven't seen a game like this, uh, like with this amount of success on a system that isn't like a Nintendo system, you know, like that isn't a Mario game, yeah. a platformer. Yeah. Like a, a lighthearted sort of, yeah. It doesn't take itself too seriously. Like you said, just not dark fantasy. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. You don't see that too much outside of Nintendo. Yeah. I actually, I, I do agree with that. Yeah. Cause it is what we have been living in an age of like all triple A blockbusters are like, are, Dark, like dark fantasy dark like rpgs are literally yeah like literally and it makes me yeah. think you know it, it does make you kind of think of like the influence of i mean i don't know if it was a dark souls thing i'd probably say it was more of like an elder scroll skyrim thing but regardless you know it's it's kind of just been that snowball effect of like you know you look at all of sony's RP, rpgs even like halo you know even like gears these things are all like they're still in that kind of realm i know that's maybe more sci-fi or like military um, military fantasy, things like that, but you know, whatever. It's mm. it's kind of in that same stratosphere, and Psychonauts is such a departure from that um, that it just feels very fresh to play. So, yeah, definitely give it give it a whirl when you can, and it's on fucking Games Pass, man. So nothing to lose. Yeah, yeah. No, I've already got it installed and ready to go. Man. <laughs> just need to do it. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Okay, um, there was. Some Starfield videos out of absolutely nowhere. I don't know if you heard about this on the Bethesda YouTube channel. They just like put up three 50 second videos relating to Starfield. And it was to do with like three different planets. And they just showed some concept art and they had someone voice over it about what that planet was and the relevance of it in the solar system that, that the planet resides and um, what goes on there. And oh, it got me. 
Got me weak in the knees. <laughs> yeah, that's the sort of thing you've you've always talked about. Starfield is just how ex- expansive it could be if they really just take each planet and sort of make it its own thing. Um, totally. Just like ex- exploration wise, you know, like everything can just feel so different. Um, yeah. So that that is pretty cool. Yeah, oh, and that's always what we wanted beautiful. our destiny as well, but we never we never got it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, it's beautiful, cool, man. man. I'd, I'd recommend going there, but I'd like if you get if you get a minute. Um, it's just three short videos, and again, it was a bit weird because it kind of yeah. came out of nowhere, and, and Xbox didn't really signal boost it. I don't know. It's kind of like they're like because they're quite hype, like and they're only short videos, like you know, but I just haven't seen them anywhere. I had to dig for them, and I'm a nerd, so you are a nerd, exactly. And like one of the planets was like this. Um, like this jungle planet with like lots of foliage and but and there's like you know human colonies mixing with alien colonies but then on the outskirts there's like loads of deadly predators um cool you know another planet's like this giant urban city um and they and then the guy was like this is like what earth wanted to get to but never did something like that and it's like this really like awesome like you know like a like neo tokyo kind of like city um and then there's this other planet was like all water and there's like a structure built on top of the water and it's like a trading hub stuff like that and it's just like they just showed you like the concept art while they were talking through it for like like i said it was only a minute long each video Uh, but it just gives you a real flavor and taste of like how varied this this stuff could be um so i mean that's there i mean i don't know if this is like the start of like a very slow drip feed of, of campaigning and marketing we'll have to wait and see but um you know chef's kiss yeah that's all i have to say (laughs) yeah man no it sounds really cool yeah that's that's definitely what we want out of that sort of game because we still don't know the sort of vibe of the whole game do we like how how rpg-esque is it going to be yeah how um explorative is it going to be you know is it is it going to be more you know elder scrolls and the fact is it's a combat rpg baked into a world or is it going to be more uh no man's sky um but you know, it's it's definitely cool just to have, yeah, have some more more of this sort of stuff explained. And hopefully, there's so many planets like that. Hopefully, they haven't just given us like a nice taste, and then when it comes out, you know, we figure out this, you know, there's, there's eight planets, like, and that's it. Yeah, there's only like there's only like eight, and like sure they're detailed, but there's only eight. And I mean, that begs the question: Would you rather have eight, like nice detailed planets, or would you rather have like loads? but a little bit less fleshed out and a little bit, mm. you know, maybe some copy and paste. Because let's be honest, it's unreasonable to expect hundreds of planets all unique, all with their own theme. Because they're handcrafted no as well. copy and paste. Yeah, exactly. It's unreasonable to expect that. Um, but yeah, it just, yeah. I think, you know, no, it's a good question. I think, you know, ultimately it does come, it more comes down to the execution because like I could probably be fine with somewhere between eight and 10 planets. If, if there's lots of different regions on those planets, you can go to, you know, if you think like destiny, yeah. you go to a planet, it doesn't mean you go, it just means you have one place on the planet and that's kind of it. Um, yeah. But, you know, so it does really depend. I think what I'm hoping for in my head, what it has been like is a bit more of that, of that no man's sky, like fusion with, with an Elder Scrolls game where, you can, there are loads, you know, there are lots and lots and lots and um, they have an area because what, what I would rather have is like lots of very distinct planets than 
a planet with different biomes or less planets, but really, really varied. I want to be able to go to this planet and fly into the stratosphere and go, holy shit, what is going on here? This looks incredible. Yeah. Like, that's what that's what I want. So, and you, yeah, there's more opportunity for that with lots of distinct planets. I guess that's kind of where my head's at. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Oh, boy. Got a little bit, you got a little bit hot there. Didn't you? <laughs> I got a bit of a chub. You see, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we got a dynamic background this week, dude. Low key, actually <laughs> put the biggest smile on my face when you sent this to me. Yeah, like I was, I was so happy. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was. And cool. I fucking love it. I fucking love it, dude. It's so, it's such a small thing, but I've wanted dynamic backgrounds for so long. Um, and yeah, it's fucking, it's awesome, man. Like, beyond that, I, it's actually. I, I do. I say beyond that, it's just yeah. it's actually just like a gorgeous bit of cover up. It really is, yeah, yeah. I mean, the the only thing I'd say is what I mentioned to you is I wish like the skybox would move a bit more, like the clouds and stuff like that. But yeah, the actual it's it's lovely to look at. The the colors are just beautiful, and yeah, and all the background images and oh, it looks great. It looks really really nice. Mm. I like mm. it. So I mean, I yeah, you know. I think I think like you know this with this being the first like game focused dynamic background it begs two questions of like are we going to get more and because mm. I like I like I see a thieves one like my god like can you imagine like the way yeah, the sea yeah, moving the sunset like maybe even having night cycles uh, day to day night cycle sorry um, oh a crack and tentacle yeah. in the background just like flopping yeah um, yeah yeah. What the other point of that is that I think as gorgeous as it is, it is spoiled a bit by the way that Xbox have their UI and that there's just shit smeared across the middle of the screen. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if they plan on having a UI overhaul at some point, um, but I, it would, because I think the UI is quite good, but I would like them to come up with a way where I could have themes that are like fully integrated and like look nice or at least make it so I can customize it. Cause there are tiles on there I could do without where I'd rather just have chief's muscly bicep, you know, rather. Yeah. Than you you can else. make the tiles more transparent now and stuff like that. No, so you can't. There's obviously, Oh, you, I thought you, that was a thing. You used to be able to, but you can't, if you go and have a look now, you it'll be gone. Oh, they took that away. Took that away quite a while ago, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I actually just... made quite quite a lot of mine quite transparent. Same. So if I just not noticed, they've reverted back to normal. I, I hadn't noticed the other day. Someone, someone brought it up in one of the podcasts I listened to. Um, and yeah, I was I was like, what? I was like, I guess you're right now that I think about it. Then none of them are transparent. Yeah. Um, okay. But yeah, I always made mine transparent. So yeah, it's a bit of a bummer. But yeah, hopefully that is being thought about a bit because it's it feels a bit spoil because the backgrounds and the opportunity and potential for backgrounds are so nice um but yeah yeah it's, it would be kind of cool if they just um yeah they they could do more with the dynamic background as well like maybe when you hover over your squares or your tiles you know there's a different effect around it like a halo themed effect or something mm. or like the borders around all the tiles have like they're all like got like armor borders around them, you know, stuff like that. And when you click yeah. on them, there's like a sound effect. You know, there's yeah. there's lots of things you can do to make it a little bit cooler as well. But for now, you know, this is still this is still pretty sick. 
And that's yeah. that's definitely what I miss from like the PlayStation themes is like the ambient music that comes with it and like the distinct like different sound yeah. effects like you said. Like can you imagine clicking on something and getting a little needle sound? <laughs> like a little yeah. needle effect. Yeah, it'd be pretty cool, yeah. Um and you could just literally just have that that Halo like classic choir music just like playing in the background and that would that would be enough, like, you know, so um Hopefully I want, this. I want the. Uh, I want a sound effect if you know the. Your shit yeah. going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I, turn, when I oh, turn on my Xbox. It'd be perfect. Like, that'd be so cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that'd be so good. So I mean, it, it opens the door to all of that. So I mean, hopefully, you know, the the UI team is is something they're thinking about because I mean, this is this is like gorgeous. You know, I'd, I'd love to see it expanded. And we, we've just, it's like one of the weird things that we're like weirdly. <laughs> like yeah. into <laughs> yeah um, I, I loved it man yeah it's so cool so we'll see dude it's controversy time oh god controversy air horn we need an air horn sound effect yeah we do it's just gonna be a gunshot it's just gonna be loading a gun putting it in my mouth and pulling the trigger that's all it's gonna be <laughs> alright so here we go here we go right um I mean, I mentioned this to you yesterday, but to give you the full lowdown, I don't know if you've seen any other stuff about it or um, anything else, but basically, popular YouTube, Halo YouTuber, Ubernick, uh, reached out to the, um, the community, I think it's community director, John Un- Unishek? I'm not sure how you pronounce his name. Sorry. Um, yeah. About um, progression systems because they had, like, touched on it in a blog somewhere i can't remember and the response was hey nick playing and winning matches will be challenges which will help players progress through the battle pass even though this means no per match xp at launch you're still always progressing through challenges and therefore the battle pass we'll update the blog to clarify so the question was obviously do we how do we level up how do we get xp on the battle pass this was just about the battle pass not about your account rank your leveling up rank just battle pass and they've said, it's just challenges. Only challenges. There's no passive XP gain. This caused such a disproportionate <laughs> amount of butthurt. I don't even know where to start or to end. Because this was crazy. I mean, tell me what you think about this. Because this... is this. Am I being stupid? Is This this is not a big deal, is it? It's a, it's a massive deal, man. <laughs> I was one of the main Redditors. Like, with my pitchfork. <laughs> no, uh... <laughs> um... No, I, I think me and you are very reasonable when we, we can look at these things from the outside and just observe the chaos and think it's stupid. Um, I mean, speaking from experience, we we play Apex. Apex has a challenge-based battle pass system. I don't hate it at all. I think challenge. I think a challenge-based battle pass system is fine. And like you said, it's separate to account level and it's separate to, I don't know, whatever whatever kind of level they'll bake into i don't know it might just be account level and battle pass level uh, uh, i don't know but yeah it's separate mm-hmm. to all of that so people need to just chill out about that regard it's just battle pass um and it's i don't have a problem with it if it's done right the issue with challenge based battle passes and stuff is they can they can be really quite irritating um i know that apex in its it's improved on it a lot um, but in its in its past uh, challenges, they had really annoying things like you had to like land at a specific location, like th- for three games in a row, 
and then obviously you you had like a load of other people would have had that same challenge too so then it just everyone just kind of flocks to one area it's just a massive clusterfuck you just do it to tick off a box you know you're not actually just playing the game passively at that point you're kind of just you're going through it like a checklist and it doesn't really feel like too much fun at that point but you know basically it's hard to tell how they're going to do it but i'm sure they've taken a lot of inspiration um from games like that and from games that have failed in the past and I'm sure their challenges will be very reasonable. It will just be like play ten matches today, you know, get some BR kills, um, pick up a needler, or go get a killing spree, you know, stuff like that. It, it won't, it won't be anything much crazier than that. So I think people just need to chill. To be really honest, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. It's it's less about the challenges themselves. It's more about what the challenges are. I mean, I I. I moaned endlessly about some of the challenges that were in Apex, and you, like you said, the location. Yeah, I was, I was annoying, but I, I couldn't, I couldn't stop. The location-based ones are dumb as fuck, and they should never be in any BR. It's so stupid. I remember some of the ones in Fortnite when that first came out, and they first started doing battle passes. I remember like you had to go around and collect letters. Like, oh what God. the fuck? I don't want to do that. I want to play the game. Yeah, so, so stupid. It yeah. just depends. It just depends on like how obstructive those challenges are to like the, the gameplay loop. If you're, if you're, if what you're asking me to do is making me not play the game and not win, or do something that could be a detriment to me winning, then that's going to piss me off, um, and that's stupid. Yeah. However, because you know, obviously, the people who were pissed were saying that that was going to be the case. You know, if only if only we had seen the multiplayer side of Halo and, you know, people have played it and there weren't millions of videos showing what these challenges were. Yeah. They're fucking are. Fucking, we've already seen it. That doesn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't happen. So, yeah, you can literally, you can go on YouTube and fucking look at people doing breakdowns of the challenges. It's literally just simple shit. It's like, get wins, play games, get headshots. Um, I think there was yeah. like yeah, melee kills, you know, things like that. Uh, I don't know if there was any for like particular games. Yeah, and, I, and, I, and I'm not going to say people's concerns are like totally without merit because, there, you know, there can be some particular challenges which can be really annoying, like I've just said. And, you know, sometimes if you get dragged into a game where you don't want to play, that's yeah. fair like that's annoying um and you know but then there are some people like saying like oh you know even if there's challenges that tell me to use the needler then all everyone's gonna do is camp the needler and then no one's gonna play the game and it's like have you played a multiplayer game before that doesn't happen like literally somebody runs right. past it picks it up nobody's gonna sit by the needler's spawn it's just not worth their time and it's like i get this impression that the same people making these complaints haven't played a multiplayer game since halo 3 because that's yeah. like it's pretty common like pretty much every other free to play game has a challenge based battle pass system like and this mm-hmm. shit doesn't happen so i don't know why they think halo is going to be an exception it's because they're just very fragile and delicate about like preserving the sandbox and shit like that but you know i understand the concern i guess is what i'm trying to say but i from what i've seen it doesn't look like they're going to be obstructive and um you know there are there are re-roll tokens in the in the flighting. There was re-roll tokens, which you got at some points in the battle pass. And I think, I guess there is like a bit to be said about you can buy re-roll tokens. 
So like some people are like, oh, you know, well, they're just making shitty challenges so then they can sell us reroll tokens. And it's like, I don't think they're purposefully making shitty challenges. I don't think that's going through a yeah. game designer's head. Um, but, you know, as long as the re- as long as you can reroll fairly easily and they're not obstructive, this is industry standard, man. Like it's industry standard. Mm-hmm. And like, this is not just Halo, but this is, this really fucking got people's knickers in a twist, man. Like people talking about this for, for days. And, oh, but God, it, it doesn't worst. make sense because a, a lot of these people probably are playing your games like Apex and Warzone and all these sort of games that have a Master Chief Collection. Passes. Master Chief yeah, Collection is exactly have, the same. They have challenge based battle passes and you're like, we, you're playing it right now like there's a reason that every game uses them it's because it's a system that does work it's you know it's probably the most effective way of doing it it's good for attention um, and it, it does yeah and it does it does make it more engaging than just just general xp just go into a match finish a match go into a match finish a match it does make it more engaging than that so like yeah. Just, just they just need to quit crying, man. The Halo community, as much as I love Halo, I I I despise the majority of the community. Community is the worst. I think they are. I think they are some of the most toxic people. <laughs> so entitled. Um, I feel like if I ever went to an event like in person that had Halo like main staging or Halo doing something, I just think it would be such an awful experience. <laughs> I, I just think like it, it's just oh my god people everyone would just, just so be excited. angry and like no one would there would be happy everyone would just be angry no. the whole time we'd be the only ones like woo <laughs> yeah. we just get like prison shanked <laughs> like yeah. we just get like murdered in there are too many pixels on that assault rifle I'm not happy yeah, yeah. go back zoom into that brute's face yeah enhance that image no I just yeah people need it's just it's the community just being stupid i i don't have a problem with this um like you said we've already seen challenges they are bog standard things that shouldn't interrupt the way you, you play the game it would be pretty annoying if there was stuff like uh you know like get like flying a banshee and kill kill someone in a banshee because people would probably camp the banshee spawn in like big team battle you do see people doing that in in old halos just sitting in the spawn waiting for the scorpions that's what i mean people do that regardless like Like, exactly is it really obstructive of the game loop like if well it it becomes more obstructive because those people are just losers just sitting there (laughs) eating doritos just waiting for their scorpion so you only see like maybe two of them but if everyone has challenges for it, then maybe you see 10 or 15 people doing that. And that's the key difference. But yeah, as long as it's not anything like that, then it's fine. Um, and, and and it should just be like general as well. It shouldn't be like get five kills with a sniper rifle, get five kills with a rocket. It should just be get five kills with a power weapon, right? You know, so so it's not it's not annoying. You don't go into a match and you're like, oh great, well the sniper's not one of the power weapons in this match. I can't do my challenge now. You know, yeah. it should just be general. It should always be uh, just just generalized. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, yeah, it's a good point. So like, you know, I I don't. It, it's not totally without merit, but I just think like you know most people need to look at the other games in the industry and the other games doing this and think those games are not only doing well, they're actually industry leading. So you know it's not it's no biggie if Halo tries to do it, and you know they're 
I I do. Ultimately, I think it would be useful if there was like a little bit of passive XP generation, but it's not. I don't think it's a big deal. You know, kind of like how they do it in Apex, and maybe this is just because we come yeah. from Apex. Um, it's very small where you really it's it's very it's very small, right? Because it would ultimately be a bit unrewarding if you couldn't, like, if you had a string of games and you had just gotten unlucky and maybe hadn't quite finished a challenge yet, and you hadn't made a single bit of progress on your battle pass. That is kind of lame. Again, comes yeah. down to how the challenges are balanced, you know. And they they've said that there's um, a near. I think what did he say? He did, he said he didn't want to use the word infinite, but there's so many challenges. Like when you finish a challenge, another one comes in. Like you have a constant okay. feed of them. Uh, there is a cap, but he said that there's so many that he doesn't expect that really anybody will hit it. Um, and that's I imagine to stop any like possible hackers, exploiters, things like that. Um, mm-hmm. so that if there is an exploit they can just get through it all in one day um, so you know if there's like play X amount of games and that's immediately slotted in with like get X amount of headshots you know you shouldn't it just depends on how it's done and from what we saw in the gameplay and from what we'll hopefully see in the next flighting as well people will be reassured that this these are not hard challenges these are there to keep giving yeah. you XP you know, it gives you a very small like goal to aim for. And, you know, like you said, whether it's like a particular weapon or maybe a focus on melee kills or headshots, yada yada yada. Um, it just depends on the execution. Every other game is fine. Halo will be fine. Stop worrying. Mm-hmm. Take a breath. Have a sandwich. You'll be okay. Also, let's be real. Do you do you re- do you really have to be chugging through a battle pass at 100 miles an hour to be enjoying your game? Like, are you really playing the Halo multiplayer just to level up a fucking battle pass? No. <laughs> you should be enjoying the game anyway. The battle pass is nice. You get, oh, I go, oh, I got a new helmet, but you, you're not just playing Halo for the battle pass, right? Like, it's so weird. Chill it, out. You don't so need w- to. You don't need to zoom through it. It's just like. <laughs> fucking stop because uh, stop you know smell the flowers there's the same people who say who like say these things like the, the purists and like the old school gamers are the same sort of people who like don't like lots of progression mechanics in their game you know they're like i don't why is there a battle pass you know like kind of thing but now they're angry that the battle pass like, has challenges and it's like <laughs> what do you want like you know so like, i just don't understand like there's no compromise with these people um uh, it's just rose tinted glasses and i think people like often forget that like we are in an age, i'm not going to pretend we're not in an age of video games where like some practices are not exploitative because they definitely can be but there are upsides and downsides to that and you know one of the downsides arguably like we spoke about a couple of weeks back is like the color shaders and some people are like rightfully maybe a bit upset about that but there are upsides to that mm. as well and it does mean yeah, that yeah. it's it's part of the monetization and that means you're going to get more shaders and more armor and more dlc for free in the future in the past like halo 3 did not have much armor there were like 12 sets of armor that was it okay you could color them however you want primary and secondary but like that was it like you were done oh there were map packs that like segregated the community like like you know and this shit sucks so like you know it's, it's always a game of pros and cons and you know i think this is just one example of like how these things have to be done so that the game can have a continued life uh, life cycle. Um, and may I add, in case everybody's forgot, because everybody seems to have a very small brain fish 
memory when it comes to good news about Halo, but very, very big brain, like galaxy brain about Halo when it's bad news, is that battle passes don't expire, ladies and gents. You can take as long as you want to do them. You can switch between them however you like. So, you know, it's just the Halo... Like I said, there is some like uh, like maybe a sliver of of um, merit to all of this, but most of it is really just not not a big deal. It's please, please stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's like it's like we just it's like we just forgot that the Halo flighting happened and that everybody was over the moon. Like we spoke about this a few weeks back, then I was saying like I'm I'm absolutely thrilled that the the community and the like everyone on YouTube is saying how good the flighting was. Return to form for Halo. Halo's going to be at the top there with with COD again come this holiday because that's how good the multiplayer felt. But now it's like oh there are challenges for your battle pass. Halo's dead. It's like what are you talking about? What are you yeah. talking about? Just don't fish small brain man. You know we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Hopefully, I'm sure that the next flighting will roll around with Big Team Battle and everyone will forget, you know, magically forget that this this happened. But maybe not. Kill me. Okay. Any closing thoughts on this whole debacle? No, no. I think the general consensus is just, uh, yeah, just just quit. Just quit being a bitch, really. Like, (laughs) it's not going to be as bad as you think. Um, In the scheme of things, it's fucking minuscule just just stop just yeah. really just stop get a hobby <laughs> bashing on halo <laughs> and just just man just yeah that's my it, that's my ending statement it really is isn't it you can imagine them like on a cv hobbies gaming bashing on halo those are my two hobbies yeah it, it feels like a full-time job honestly it must be tiring to, to do it this much yeah, it must be really hard yeah <laughs> crikey crikey okay so after this there was an inside infinite the monthly Mm -hmm. blog that the team at 343 do the lovely people at 343 do speak about the development of the game yada 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 um and they had like they updated this blog to briefly reflect some of the controversy that went on and they said and i quote using challenges our goal is that you will always be earning progress in our battle pass through playing and winning matches this will allow you to j- always jump into a game of halo and make progress on your goals like like straight up the dude said playing and winning matches you know and i said there's a lit you can go onto youtube and see these challenges right now don't worry you're not going to be asked to do a triple 360 backflip with a sniper rifle on a spartan's right leg for the kill you know that's not going to be yeah. the case it's so we chill, we vibe in, we'll see you at the next flying. <laughs> um, yeah. So when I said earlier that there was no campaign gameplay showed at Gamescom. Yeah. I also said that, you know, just a week before that, Joseph Staten, the current creative director of Halo Infinite, had said, don't expect any gameplay at Gamescom. Um, we're going to save campaign gameplay until close to launch. Guess what people thought was going to be at Gamescom? Um, campaign gameplay? Campaign gameplay. They expected campaign. <laughs> Why did they expect campaign gameplay? <laughs> it's just it's just one thing to another, man. It's it's fucking exhausting. It's like I can't believe they didn't show a release date. You know, it's it's this is this is is looking bad for Halo. They show a release date. I can't believe... I cannot believe they didn't show campaign gameplay. This is looking real bad. 
It's just, it's so exhausting following. It's hard. Do you know what I would, it's hard liking Halo. It's really hard. It is. It's tough, man. It really, it really breaks you down. Like emotionally and physically. It's tough. It's a full-time job liking it as well. Right. We appear to have lost Tim in the middle of my rant there. So we'll, (laughs) we'll pause. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about always. So we're back. I, um, Thank. It was probably for the best you didn't hear the words that I used because it it, it got quite <laughs> intense. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like it was just censored. The universe censored it. <laughs> yeah, but I've had a few deep breaths and I'm feeling okay now. But you know what I mean. It's 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 hard. It's hard to be excited. There's a group of very vocal people who just don't seem to want anybody else to be excited and just want to be upset. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. So, um, I am um, there. What what was said on the on the Inside Infinite post um, regarding no sh- the no showing of campaign gameplay, even though they'd already clarified, was the following: for campaign, that means putting maximum effort into ensuring the wide open adventure field experience you'll all get to play on December the eighth is as great as it possibly can be. And gameplay demos and trailers not only take a huge amount of effort to do. Uh, well, they also take away cycles from other bugs and other shutdown tasks. Joseph Stain has said that they're in shutdown mode, which is essentially fully focusing on getting everything fully polished off and ready to ship. So um, even though they'd already cleared that up, he double cleared it up. So I just wanted to clarify that as well. The reason why, because a lot of people are saying that because we haven't seen campaign gameplay from last year, that's a concern. You know, add it to the long list of, you know, so, you know, hypothetical concerns about the campaign. So you know mm. i which i i'm not even going to go there so the <laughs> there is a segment which i'd like you to read for me um so you warm up your tongue and your lips and what other other orifices this whole paragraph. yeah this whole paragraph this came at, at the bottom of every inside infinite <clears throat> joseph staten writes a paragraph and it never ceases to get me fucking tingling um, he just writes a paragraph about the game, usually about the multiplayer, something that he's usually played. So at the end, he did this. Um, and I was just going to read through it because it's really exciting, man. And I, I, you won't have read it. So when you're ready, um, go ahead. <coughs> so the whole thing, not just what's No, nope, the whole thing, please. Okay. Um, uh, I would like to share, however, that right before I left for Los Angeles... Uh, I had to pause a full playthrough of campaign that I started late last week. I'm going for a 100% run, which means completing all primary and secondary missions, finding all collectibles, etc. I've played Infinite's campaign multiple times, but every time I do, I always find something new tucked away on Zeta Halo. Sure. I don't know what that means. Uh, Sometimes... Sometimes these are quiet little bits of environmental storytelling, such as abandoned but desperately defended marine recon outposts, high on a high on a lonely mountainside. Fortunately, the Banish missed the fully loaded season seven sniper rifle that the Marines left behind. <laughs> it's quite funny. Uh, sometimes these are combat encounters with uh, deviously polished scripting. For example, a UNSC forward operating base that seemed abandoned until i heard the laughter and taunts of multiple energy sword wielding and cloaked elites as i stumbled into their trap 
close quotes. <laughs> Very nice. Um, Zeta Zeta Halo's the ring. It's just the name of the of the ring that's for Halo Infinite. Oh, okay. So yeah, um, man, I I think these sorts of like sandbox um like approaches for Halo just sounds so good because it's it's such a good universe for it already, yeah. and that just sounds like a delight you know <laughs> so i yeah. just i just liked him man yeah it's 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 nice to sort of like like he said the environmental storytelling is just it's just really cool you know sometimes you don't need a quest with dialogue and you know to take you and hold your hand through like a a piece of story you know it's it's nice just to stumble across and just sort of piece together what happened you know, you can see a dead marine. You can see a, a, an elite with a bullet through his chest, uh, holding an energy sword that the guy was stabbed with, and you know all that kind of stuff. You know, you can piece this sort of stuff together with, with just with just the scenery. You know, totally. Um, and I and, and and it makes it feel less scripted as well, right? It's just you know, it's just shit that's happened in the world, right? And you're just stumbling across definitely. it. Definitely. You know. And I, I also I also like this idea of like just using power weapons, and I don't know if they'll have like power weapon variants, kind of like they did in Halo Five, but nonetheless, of like you know, mm. let's say you start a mission, and you know you're you're not having any luck with your AR and your Magnum, so you turn back around, head up the hill, you know, go up to a banished base, and you get yourself a you know clear that out, get yourself a skewer, and like a, a bulldog shotgun, and all of a sudden you're breezing through the main mission, things like that, you know. Um, I just think that's nice. It's just a nice fit into the universe as well. Obviously, we know very little about the campaign or how it's going to work. From the 2020 demo, it looked like there will be like skill, maybe like skill points. Um, but, you know, maybe we don't know what that means or even if that's still in the game. So um, I'm just, I'm interested to see how this all works out, like this melding of this open world kind of sandbox approach to a Halo campaign, because that's really, really different to what halo is but it, it in theory i think it's, it's a really good fit mm. and every time joe describes it in these uh blogs i i get the tinglies man I, I get the big tinglies yeah for sure yeah that was that was very cool to to sort of read um yeah no it's, it's it's definitely quite exciting especially the whole yeah like cloaked elites just like waiting yeah. for you like as you as you go into this base to just loot it and just see it's uh, see what's there, Definitely. right? Um, yeah, it's kind of cool. Even if it yeah, won't be cool. cool. <gasps> oh. mm-hmm. That was pretty sad. You just bummed oh, me out again. Sorry. Yeah, that's me. What's wrong with disguise. you? What's wrong with you? Becoming what you have. All right. Well, I mean, we've got the big news stories out of the way. All the big boys are done. Uh, there's just a couple of things mm-hmm. I wanted to speak about. Um, with the other. So. I don't know if you saw this, but Horizon Forbidden Dawn, that big mm-hmm. PlayStation game, um, has been delayed to February 2022. Um, now, I think this is a bit weird. No, I don't think it's weird. I think it's, I just think it's, and I don't know if I'm just being like an ex-bot, <laughs> uh, but like there, when the PS5 was announced, it was announced with like four banger exclusives for the year. Uh, they've obviously had like the launch couple of months were great they had demon souls miles morales returnal ratchet and clank delightful huge like lovely games there really good all received well fantastic however they also said for some reason that god of war was coming out 2021 
Why did they say that? Why did they? That was not happening. Yeah, that's never. They said Gran Turismo. Drop height. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They said Gran Turismo was coming out in 2021. Almost immediately, they were like, nah, just kidding. 2022. (laughs) Baited. Thanks for the sales, though. And now, and obviously, we, we, maybe Horizon is a little bit different because we did, they did show us gameplay. But there's like a good chance that that could have just been a well prepared vertical slice, and we don't really know how far the exactly. how far the game. I mean, they've given us a release yeah. date now, so that's like you know. But my, my point being that I think it's a bit cheeky to have said that these games were coming out this year hmm. to then push them back. I know it's COVID. Hey, I I know I'm saying that I'm saying that like unironically after just speaking about Halo. That's literally was meant to be a day one release <laughs> um so i you know and I, i'm trying to think of any other has have there been other xbox games that have been delayed i don't think there have been but you know what i'm smack my mic and flapping my hands around so much um but it just it's we've ended up in a universe tim where xbox has three triple a games coming out at the end of the year and sony has none the, what it's pretty crazy what, when did that happen yeah it's been a while. I feel like so. I might have fallen into a mirror or something. I'm in some sort of parallel dimension. I know. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's just pretty crazy. It's one of those things that, you know, like in the grand team of things, I think we said this a few times, but like X- Xbox is picking up traction, man. And like Xbox has been on a bit of a hot streak in terms of game releases, even in the last few months, um, you know, across uh, Death's Door, Psychonauts, The Ascent 12 Minutes. Um, there's something else I'm missing as well can't remember but um flight sim um and then yeah towards the end of the year it's like sony haven't sony haven't appeared at any three they didn't appear at gamescom they haven't had a state of play since they showed horizon off like i don't know they're just kind of radio silent they're just delaying stuff and i mean that's fine you know do what you gotta do but what i think what i'm more saying is that this is kind of like xbox finally are having are being competitive right um Hmm. and i i always said if you go back to earlier episodes i always said that flight sim was the start of this it was the study the dam was cracking with flight sim and now that that's out the door there's just stuff after stuff after stuff and you know even as we look beyond 2021 you know we've got starfield and redfall in 2022 um probably in the back half Hmm. but huge games um and there's other stuff i think stalker is is a timed exclusive as well um there's other stuff i'm definitely forgetting Hmm. I think yeah, I think Stalker was time. Yeah, or, or was it just or was it just full? Yeah, I can't remember, man. I think it might have just been just full exclusive. No, nah, it definitely honest. wasn't full exclusive. Yeah, sure? definitely, definitely, it was maybe timed. Um, but yeah, no, yeah, you're right. Yes, yeah, yeah, no, it is. I'm pretty sure it's timed. Yeah, I will have Deathloop this time next year. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Yeah, it just goes to show that even when they're they're big boys, Sony's big boys are coming out. We're still competitive even around that sort of time period, as well as releasing tons of stuff now. Um, you know, so for sure, we're definitely sitting in the spotlight more more so than them at it's, the moment. So yeah, so it's um yeah, it's just good. It's it's good because there was a stage like around the twenty circa twenty seventeen where like. PlayStation was just releasing like a banger every couple of months that was coming out with like really high scores. And it was like, my God, are you going to do anything? You're like poking, you know, like that meme with like the stick. They're like, poking, like, come on, do something. Like poking the Xbox, right? Yeah. Um, we have Halo Wars 2. 
Crackdown 3 is coming out soon. So we're past that, thankfully. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. That, yeah, it's just weird. It's just weird that that's how it's ended up. Um, other, of course, than like Deathloop and Kena. And, you know, obviously Deathloop is a bit of a funny one because that's published by Xbox First Party. We all know. We all know. Mm-hmm. It's weird. And I'm, the game's going to slap. I'm absolutely sure of it. But we'll have to see when the time comes. Yeah, it's coming out next month. Yeah. Next month, isn't it? Definitely. It'll be funny when we have to dedicate a portion of the podcast to speaking about a PlayStation game. <laughs> That we yeah. neither of us have played. That's, yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, that's true. That game does yeah, look good. It though. does. It will slap. Um, other bits and bobs. Um, sea of Thieves is starting up their own Twitch channel, Sea of Thieves Television. Um, they're just going to have content creators on it. Um, you know, I've said this before, but it's like, it's. I'm glad Sea of Thieves is still in its stride. It's not like it's slowing down. They're, in actual fact, it seems like they're still picking up. Um, and Definitely. I think it was Joe Neat. Um, is he the director? I think he's the director. Had said, like tweeted like last week saying that he just got an email from Mike Chapman. Maybe he's the director. I don't fucking know. He's, well, he's one of the other big boys. And he was like, I lo- an email of like a long list of things that's on the roadmap. And he was like, he just said he was like starry eyed. Uh, star- sorry, starry eyed, like reading it and like excited about the stuff that they're planning to put in the game. Um, so there's this, they're like having their own Twitch channel where they're going to have like content creators regularly doing stuff. And um, that, that just suits the game. It's, it's the sort of game that um, really caters to like Twitch, like viewership, doesn't it? You know? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's cool. Very cool. And the final small bit, Little Nightmares 2 is getting in optimization. <laughs> I actually, I really want to play this game, actually. Have you heard anything about Little Nightmares 2? I, yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I've heard it's, I've heard it's good, man. And I've, I've, I've seen some clips and some videos on it. I've tried to stay spoiler free because it is something yeah. I want to play. Uh, it looks, it looks, it looks creepy really creepy. It looks really yeah. creepy. Yeah. I, some, some of the designs. Was this the one where there was like a really like long neck lady? Yeah. That freaks me out, man. That really freaked me out. She like chases you through the level. Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah, I, I've I've heard a lot of praise for the game, and it, it reviewed really well as well. I'm I'm just waiting for it to come on Games Pass, really, or maybe go on a deep sale because it it's just not at the top of my list. That was my next yeah, question. that's all. It's just not at the top of my list. Um, but it's it's not. There's no announcement mm-hmm. yet. But it's um, when it does happen, I'll be playing it optimized. <laughs> so. Yeah. yeah, and I'm sure it's definitely the sort of game that will it will, will find its way onto Games Pass, um, and probably quite near the the enhanced time period as well. You know, they haven't announced it yet, but I wouldn't be surprised if they do come hand in hand. Yeah, um, maybe they're just still uh, dotting the i's and crossing the t's. Yeah, and that. but yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, um, thanks for listening, yeah. everyone. That that's kind of it. Um, <laughs> if if you've got any comments, any concerns about our mental health, any questions about what our mental health, I don't want about to hear about what? that. I don't know. Keep that to yourself. <laughs> Is that Tim kid? All right. Um, yeah, man. Hit the subscribe button. Like the video. Ask us a question. Mm-hmm. We have a lot to say. We're interesting fellas. Um, yeah. We have spicy takes. Follow us on Twitter. Um, Tim, do you have any thoughts before we go anywhere? to have fun no no, no thoughts no, you've closed it very nicely no. thanks for tuning thanks in, for everyone. tuning in to the QRP um, guys we'll see you next week take care of yourself go for a walk have some water <laughs> bye
Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.